Well, good morning. It is Friday, Friday, if you care. It's uh, Friday, September 22nd, 2023. Friday, September 22nd, 2023. Slava, Ukraine. Heroium Slava. And don't forget, since it is Friday, uh, let's not forget to look for those crazy uh, Friday flaming bags of crap left on your doorstep. That's when politicians throw stuff uh, out there on Friday late on Friday, in the hopes that it'll disappear in the 24-hour news cycle, and it'll be gone by Monday, and you won't know anything about it. That's what they try and do. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast, that's what you Google to find me. Uh, Tell your friends to Google those four words, Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Uh, Can I just say how much I appreciate you so much? Very nice of you to come every day. In case I haven't told you that before, I just want you to know it. Uh, If you can, please bring someone uh, with you today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. And tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S, on formerly known as Twitter. I'd appreciate it. Uh, Let's start, as we usually do, with the war in Ukraine. Uh, uh, And we'll start, actually, in D.C. Ukrainian President uh, Vladimir Zelensky... Uh, worked to shore up U.S. support for Ukraine while in Washington yesterday. Uh, He delivered an upbeat message on the war's progress while facing new questions about the flow of U.S. dollars that for 19 months have helped uh, keep his troops in the fight against Russian forces. Uh, You know, Republicans keep uh, screaming about corruption in Ukraine, okay? Uh, There is corruption in Ukraine, and and, uh, the president is dealing with it handily. But not only that, All the money that goes to Ukraine is extremely well looked after. Any weapons that are sent over to Ukraine are checked to see if if they end up where they're supposed to be. The United States doesn't just send money and, and forget about it. They check everything. So they're... If if some Russian sympathizer Republican tells you that Ukraine is corrupt and we can't be sure of what we're doing with the money, tell them that they're full of crap. We are so on this. I'm serious. Anyway, uh, Zelensky. He was in his long-sleeve olive drab, as he usually is. It came to the Capitol with a firm message in private talks with Republicans and Democratic leaders. The Ukrainians have a solid war plan, and they are winning. Uh, Joe Biden gave Zelensky a red carpet arrival in the White House South Lawn and more ceremony than you know most world leaders normally receive and made clear his concern with Congress. Uh, intensifying opposition to continuing Ukraine funding from the uh, insane far-right sociopath Freedom Caucus, who are all, you know, maggots, uh, largely aligned with Trump's, is threatening uh, what had been earlier, uh, excuse me, easier congressional approval for four previous rounds of funding for Ukraine. The administration did announce another $325 million yesterday in what Uh, what's known as uh, Presidential Drawdown Assistance for Ukraine. Uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken said the package would include additional air defense, artillery ammunition, cluster munitions, and other arms. Uh, The House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy, notably 
uh, chose not to join the House Minority Leader, Democratic uh, Democrat uh, Hakeem Jeffries, in greeting Zelensky when uh, he arrived. And uh, uh, Republican McCarthy also confirmed that he declined Zelensky's request for a joint session of Congress, probably because Congress is falling apart <laughs> because of funding for the government. Uh, from Washington, Zelensky made a surprise visit to Ottawa, Canada. I don't know. Why would he want to go to Canada? Do they have a military? I, I used to date a woman who uh, worked for the uh, uh, Canadian Air Force. She was a, a psychiatrist. Uh, I, I dated her. And she told me she, when, when she told me she worked for the uh, Canadian Air Force, I said, they have planes? <laughs> she thought that was funny. Uh, Zelensky is on a two-day visit, which will uh, conclude with a stop in Toronto for a meeting with the business community. Along with his new defense minister, Rustam uh, Umarov, Zelensky will meet and brief federal cabinet ministers on the progress the Ukrainian military has made since it launched a counteroffensive in June to drive Russian forces out of the country. It's expected Ottawa will announce further military and social assistance while Zelensky is in the country. There will also be a formal, uh, formal welcoming ceremony on, in, on the uh, Parliament Hill today, and he is expected to address Parliament. Uh, just breaking, U.S. Uh, President Biden has informed his Ukrainian counterpart, Zelensky, that Washington will provide Kyiv with attackums, long-range missiles, uh, we talked about the possibility of this a couple weeks ago. They go up to 190 miles, which is really nice. I mean, uh, in, in all seriousness, um, Ukraine is not, it's like this, what, size of Texas or something? It's not that gigantic. I, I mean, Texas is big. Texas is damn big. I mean, just the panhandle at the top took me nine hours to drive across. Nine hours. <laughs> so that's just the panhandle. Uh, yeah, uh, the panhandle is the size of most states. But Ukraine, it's, it's big, but it's not that big. Uh, U.S. Treasury uh, Secretary Janet Yellen and British fin uh, Finance Minister Jeremy Hunt signaled support yesterday for a European Union plan to impose a windfall tax on profits generated by frozen Russian sovereign assets, to help finance the reconstruction of Ukraine. In other words, um, uh, tax the income from the money, I guess. A Kremlin spokesperson, Dmitry Pesky Peskov, uh, responded saying the owners of Russian assets frozen in the West may sue relevant governments if they decide to impose a windfall tax on them. <clears throat> Uh, presenting the findings of her report, the UN Special Rapporteur on the Situation of Human Rights in Russia lamented Moscow's enormous crackdown on critics since launching the war. Uh, Mariana uh, Kasarova told reporters in Geneva, the level of repression against the civil society, independent media, and general, uh, generally anybody with a dissenting voice is unprecedented in recent history. And of course, we've done many stories of people ending up in jail just for speaking out in Russia. Uh, and, and don't we just hate Hungary? Hungary's foreign minister, 
Peter Sijarto will meet his uh, 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 Sergei Lapdog Lavrov on the sidelines of the UN General Assembly. Uh, I guess probably today because they're they're meeting right now, right? Ukrainian Prime Minister Denis Shmigal Shmo- uh, 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 says Russia has restarted a systemic campaign of aerial attacks on Ukrainian energy infrastructure, but that his country's air defense systems were better prepared for the onslaught than they were last year. Uh, Schmigel said, We understand that the stage of energy terror in this heating season has already begun. We are much better prepared and stronger than we were last year. Uh, if you remember last winter, Russia conducted continuous air attacks on energy infrastructure in Ukraine, knocking out power and heating as residents faced freezing temperatures. Starve them out. um, Freeze them out, just like Holodomor. Uh, The British Ministry of Defense says, of the many explosions that have occurred recently behind Russian lines, Kremlin leaders are likely to be most concerned about explosions at the uh, Chikalovsky uh, military airfield near Moscow. The ministry said it's da- in its daily update on uh, formerly known as Twitter, those explosions are likely to be of most strategic concern to Russian leaders. This is a sensitive location because it hosts special military aircraft as well as VIP transport for Russian leaders. Adding that aircraft at the base are particularly relevant because they undertake missions which include electronic intelligence collection. A little bit of coffee. Warm up this throat of mine. Uh, The U.S. Institute uh, for the Study of War said that at the front line near Robotny, uh, Robotny, uh, in the uh, Zaporizhia region, you know what they... I, I mean, maybe news media is right. I could be wrong. I call it Robotny. Uh, they call it Robotine. Robotine? Really? Anyway. Um, Frontline near Robotny in the Zaporizhia region, Ukrainian armored vehicles were seen beyond the last Russian defense line for the first time. They broke through. However, it is still too early to say for sure whether this Russian defense line has been breached. Uh, in its situation report, the Ukrainian general staff reported Ukrainian advances near Bakhmut in the east and at the front in the south. Uh, they also said Russian counterattacks have been repelled at Robotny, although this could not uh, be independently verified. Uh, the Moscow-appointed governor of Crimea, Sergei Aksinov, Exyonov uh, said on Telegram, over the territory of uh, the Republic of Crimea, air defense has shot down cruise missiles. He did not specify how many missiles were shot down. Uh, Kiev, however, has claimed responsibility for an earlier strike on the headquarters of Moscow's Black Sea Fleet on the Crimean Peninsula. The communication department of Ukraine's army said on Telegram, on September 22nd, around uh, 12 o'clock, which is uh, 9 o'clock GMT, 0900 GMT, Ukraine's uh, defense forces launched a successful attack on the headquarters of the command of the Black Sea Fleet of Russia in the uh, temporarily occupied Sevastopol. Local governors Mikhail 
Razov, Razvozayev says at least one Ukrainian missile has struck the headquarters of Russia's Black Sea Navy in the Crimean port of Sevastopol. Uh, Razvozayev said another strike was possible and urged locals to avoid the city center where the building is located. Firefighters, firefighters were at the site. Razov, Razov, eh, Razvozayev said on local media, Attention everyone, another attack is possible. Please do not go to the city center. Do not leave buildings. Everyone who is near the headquarters of the fleet at the sound of the siren proceed to shelters. So don't leave buildings, but leave buildings. That's what he said. Uh, at least one person has been killed in Russia shelling in southern Ukrainian city of Kherson. Uh, Governor Alexander Prokudin said on Telegram um, uh, uh, that a 25-year-old man was killed and another person wounded when residential districts came under fire in the city. Uh, by the way, uh, on that attack of the Black Sea Fleet uh, headquarters, I believe one person was killed, but we don't know who it was. Now that I have your attention, <clears throat> let's try and fix the rest of the world. Right after I have a little sip of this stuff. You guys have any plans for the weekend? Anything anything fun happening? I hope so. I hope you guys have a great time. I really do. I, the difference between Republicans and uh, Democrats. Uh, when Republicans are, are in charge, they shield corruption of their uh, compatriots no matter what. Case in point... Uh, what's his name in New York? Uh, the congressman. The lying congressman. Um, anyway, yeah. Case in point, that's that's one of them. But Republicans are always protecting their own while they go uh, after Democrats, right? They're protecting Trump, right? So, are you surprised? It's the opposite of Democrats. Democrats go after Democrats who are corrupt. They always have. They always will. That's the difference between Republicans and Democrats. Uh, Democratic Senator Bob Menendez uh, from New Jersey has been indicted and charged with corruption for the second time in 10 years. This time along with his wife for allegedly accepting bribes including cash, gold, mortgage payments, and a Mercedes-Benz. A gold bar is worth $100,000 in his closet. He had money stuffed into to, to his suit jackets when they uh, um, went to his house and, and, and searched. Uh, according to a statement from the U.S. Attorney in New York, uh, Menendez and his wife, Nadine Arsianian Menendez, uh, were indicted in connection with their corrupt relationship with three New Jersey businessmen. They are charged with conspiracy to commit bribery, conspiracy to commit honest services fraud, and conspiracy to commit extortion under color of official right. Menendez is, uh, let me let me just say, <sighs> bribery is legal in the United States. It really is. Bribery is legal in the United States. That's what campaign finance is about. You send money to uh, uh, $100,000 to a politician and you expect them to help you. 
It's legal in the United States, which just sickens me, right? But even beyond, if you are uh, uh, have enough money to go beyond that and line their pockets personally, that's pretty bad if that gets called out because bribery is already legal. I mean, think about it. Anyway, Menendez is chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, and the indictment highlights Egypt being one of the largest recipients of U.S. foreign aid in the world. Between 2018 and 2022, government provided um, uh, grants totaling more than $1 billion per year in military financing and military sales. Uh, according uh, to the indictment, the 69-year-old and his wife allegedly accepted hundreds of thousands of dollars of bribes in exchange for using Menendez's power and influence as a uh, senator to seek to protect and enrich Hana Uribe and Daibes uh, and benefit the government of Egypt. The indictment also alleges Menendez met Oh, uh, those uh, three names, by the way, are the um, three businessmen. Yeah. The indictment also alleges Menendez met, I, I believe so. I have to double check. I don't want to mislead you. Uh, the indictment also alleges Menendez, Menendez uh, met with an unnamed Egyptian military official in 2018 in a meeting arranged by Ned, Nadine Menendez. Uh, that included discussions of military aid. The senator uh, hosted a dinner at a high-end restaurant in May 2018, and a short time later, Hannah texted the military official to say the ban on small arms and ammunition to Egypt has been lifted. This is deep, and it looks really, really, really bad. Uh, and the only one running against Menendez right now is a Trumper, a maggot Trumper. Menendez who chairs the uh, Senate Foreign Relations Committee, will be required to give up the gavel, uh, according to current uh, Senate Democratic Conference rules. The rules state any committee chair charged with a felony will be required to step down to allow the most senior eligible Democratic member to serve as acting chair. He has stepped down before for corruption, but he was found not guilty. I don't think he's going to get away with it this time. Um, it looks like Republicans are going to tank the economy. After uh, far-right Republicans blocked a defense spending bill for the second time this week, uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy uh, opted to send lawmakers home with the warning that he may call, uh, be call, uh, call them back for uh, votes on Friday or over the weekend. So far, the House has passed only one of a dozen appropriations bills for fiscal year 2024, which begins October 1st. The defense bill, which was also opposed by all Democrats due to spending levels and other provisions, would have made it two. Uh, the House uh, GOP kicked off uh, the week with a continuing resolution uh, to prevent a, uh, uh, the, you know, the CR, continuing resolution. We've talked about it numerous times. Uh, to prevent a uh, shutdown for 30 days, that was doomed to fail. Not only due to MAGA Republicans, but also because it would have imposed spending cuts that conflict with the Fiscal Responsibility Act, uh, the uh, F FRA, uh, the um, debt ceiling deal McCarthy struck uh, with uh, President Joe Biden earlier this year. The Republican leader slammed his far right flank for wanting to 
burn the place down after conservatives dramatically bucked McCarthy and GOP leadership on procedural vote over Pentagon funding bill. Uh, McCarthy told reporters, it's frustrating in the sense that I don't understand why anybody votes against bringing the idea and having a debate. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer uh, of New York, of course, explained it very well. He said, an ominous case of deja vu is playing out this week in the House of Representatives. A national crisis is around the corner. The solution demands bipartisanship, but Speaker McCarthy is wasting precious time catering to the hard, hard MAGA right. Instead of decreasing the chances of a shutdown, Speaker McCarthy is acting increasingly, uh, increasing, uh, acting actually re- increasing it by wasting time on extremist proposals that everybody knows he knows cannot become law. If the Speaker continues down on the path he's on, the odds of a shutdown sadly go up, and Americans will know that the responsibility of a shutdown will be on the Republicans' hands. But Schumer has his own issues to deal with. In a letter on Wednesday, 92 members of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, they told McCarthy that we stand ready to support a bipartisan funding vehicle free of poison pill policy riders that is consistent with the agreement you struck with President Biden and which was ratified by uh, bipartisan majorities in both the House and Senate. In other words, if you listen to maggots, it won't pass. That's what they're saying, the 92 members. Uh, Representative Summer Lee from uh, Pennsylvania, Democrat, said during a uh, um, a CPC uh, press conference, the, the Congressional Progressive Caucus, Uh, Republicans are deliberately forcing a government shutdown because they know that we, the people, won't stand for their cruel, uh, pro-hunger, pro-eviction, anti-parent, anti-senior, anti-worker, anti-veteran plot to please their cable news culture warriors or pay for handouts to their billionaire friends. Republicans know the American people see right through their bullshit. She said it, not me. I was quoting. And this is what is planned, of course. And we've talked about this numerous times. What the Republicans do every time a Democrat is president. Tank the economy. Cause major damage. And then point to the president and say, look what he did. That's what their plans have always been. Uh, The Justice Department has arrested and charged an IT contractor with two counts of espionage for allegedly taking secret and top-secret information from the State Department and sending it to a foreign country. Uh, Abraham Teklu Lema, a foreign national with U.S. citizenship, was working as an evening help desk technician assigned to the Bureau of Intelligence and Research with the U.S. Department of State when he is alleged to have copied large amounts of classified information, including documents, photographs, notes, maps, and satellite imagery, and transmitting it to a foreign country using an encrypted messaging application. Lemma copied and pasted information from at least 85 intelligent reports regarding many topics 
the majority of which relate to relevant country. Lemma, access these intelligence reports without a need, need to know the classifi- uh, classification, excuse me, the classified information contained therein. Uh, during the same period, Lemma a- uh, accessed at least an additional 48 intelligence reports with a need to know. Uh, the complaint states that on multiple occasions, Lemma traveled to an unnamed country where he has ties to and before, during and after his travels and has downloaded over 100 documents containing classified information from the DOS classified system to CDs and or DVDs. We have not heard the name of the country yet, but I look forward to hearing that name. Uh, His name, uh, his middle name is Teklu, which is Eritrean or Sudan uh, along the Red Sea. Uh, right, uh, Eritrea is right next to Sudan, uh, uh, and it's also along the Red Sea. Um, also along the uh, Red Sea is Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Israel. Could be any of those. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking. Well, Egypt. We, we've just called them out. Uh, so uh, Saudi Arabia, we've called them out, but we can't do anything anyway. Uh, could be Sudan. But wouldn't it be interesting if it was Israel? And why would we be withholding that? Well, it's obvious because Israel needs to stop getting funding from the United States. And certain people don't want to stop that from happening. We shall see. Maybe more will come out over the weekend. This would be a perfect time. Friday night, release the information of what country it was. So it would disappear in the 24-hour news cycle. Oh, man. Uh, Yesterday, the Biden administration announced a major initiative to protect Americans from medical debt, outlining plans to develop federal rules barring unpaid medical bills from affecting uh, patients' credit scores. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris said, uh, no one in this country should have to go uh, into debt to get the quality health care they need. These measures will improve the credit scores of millions of Americans so that they will better be able to invest in their future. Of course, this will take at least a year. And with Republicans on the attack, it will likely take longer. They don't like it when the people have any point of edge, because if you get a better credit rating, then banks will make less money from you. Moving on. 92-year-old... Right-wing media mogul Rupert Murdoch is out. Well, well, sort of. He says he might come by on Friday and check things out, make sure everything's going okay. <laughs> but don't expect any changes yet at Fox News. His son, uh, uh, what, what is it, Lashlin Murdoch, is even more far right than his father. Uh, Murdoch announced that he will step down as chairman of Fox Corporation and, and News Corporation. Uh, yesterday in his, uh, which, which, uh, you know what, did you know the news corporation is under their inter- entertainment division? Did you know that? <laughs> I just thought I'd mention that. Uh, yesterday in his letter to staffers announcing his exit, Murdoch attempted to portray himself as a gladiator who fought the battle for freedom and speech and ultimately the freedom of thought. Uh, Murdoch wrote, most of the media is in cahoots with those elites peddling political narratives rather than pursuing the truth. 
Okay, I, I, listen carefully to this again. Most of the media is in cahoots with those elites peddling political narratives rather than pursuing the truth. Didn't he just get sued and lost like $800 million for doing exactly that? More proof the Republican Party is irony deficient. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm guessing. I don't know. Does he believe that naming uh, Lashlin as chairman of, the, of both of his companies before his death, uh, whenever that might be, hopefully soon, uh, will make it more difficult for his other children to overthrow him upon his passing? Maybe? Because, you know, Lashlin is even further right than him. Um uh, I'm thinking there will be a future fight for control, but we'll see. We'll have to wait and see uh, when when he keels over. Hopefully, his very, very young uh, wife uh, will be doing her duty to make sure he keels over soon. Uh, moving on. Uh, our Republicans have come a long way from their roots. A long way. Uh, Google some images, for instance, of the 1956 Republican Party platform. Just pull it up. Uh, They used to be for the worker, or at least they claim to be. They sometimes claim that they still are now. But how could could they with their pro-corporate fascist agenda? I mean, seriously, how could you? But they don't usually say the truth out loud. They hide it until now. Republican Senator, well, I mean, sometimes they come out and they say something anti-worker. Republican Senator Tim Scott, who's also a 2024 presidential candidate, made the remark during a campaign event in Iowa where he invoked former President Ronald Reagan's termination of more than 11,000 striking air traffic controllers, who, who, unlike the striking auto workers, were federal employees. Anyway, he said, when talking about the UAW, You strike, you're fired. He said, I think Ronald Reagan gave us a great example when federal employees decided they were going to strike. He was referring to air traffic controllers. Uh, Ronald Reagan was never a good president. No matter what anyone says, he was horrible. He was a good orator who committed treason and should have been jailed. Republicans also like to rewrite history, so most of you don't know what he did. Uh, Anyway, the remark by Tim Scott was noticed. Yesterday, the UAW filed a National Labor Relations Board, the NLRB, complaint against Scott for publicly saying striking employees should be fired in response to questions about UAW's ongoing walkouts. The complaint says that Scott unlawfully threatened employees with adverse consequences if they engage in protected concerted activity by declaring, you strike, you're fired. Okay, they're not talking about the UAW. Right? Think, think logically about this. Eh, you got you to gotta twist a couple of curves and you're, you're going to get it in a second. The National Labor Relations Act states that it is illegal for employers to interfere with, restrain, or coerce employees in the exercise of collecting collective bargaining rights. The UAW's complaint was filed against Scott in his capacity as a representative for Tim Scott for America. 
the senator's presidential campaign arm. He's got a lot of people working for him. The premise of the complaint is that Scott's comments could be construed as a direct threat against his campaign staffers, whose right to strike is enshrined in federal law. In other words, Scott threatened his own campaign workers. But I think most important, a Republican said out loud what they always say in private. They hate American workers. They want corporations to make money. They want rich people to make more money. And you poor assholes who fall for the crap to work for a pittance. That's what he said. Moving on. Starting today. Speaking of which, the United Auto Workers Union is expanding its strike against GM and Stellantis, but said that progress in negotiations with Ford means it won't expand the number of Ford workers on the picket lines. UAW President Sean Fain made the announcement this morning at noon Eastern time today. All parts distributor centers at General Motors and Stellantis will be on strike. He said, we will shut down parts uh, distribution until those two companies come to their senses and come to the table with a serious offer. Now, the reason they're going after parts is because, you know, all those dealerships, they don't make a lot of money off of off of uh, selling cars. I mean, you know, they make a few hundred dollars a day. What they really make money off of is repairing your cars. If they can't get parts, they can't repair your cars. And they can't make money. That's going to make them put pressure on... Uh, the companies to uh, meet the demands. Anyway, Fain said that there has been significant improvement in offers from Ford, and that is the reason the strike will not be expanded there. He said, we do want to recognize that Ford is serious about reaching a deal. The strike will now expand to GM's uh, uh, and Stellantis's 38 parts and distribution centers across 20 states. The distribution centers generally send parts to dealerships to be used for repairs, so the move could quickly cripple dealership ability to do repairs, which is the most profitable part of the business. Uh, Ford said in a statement, we continue to negotiate with the UAW. Our focus has not wavered on reaching a deal that rewards our employees. Uh, Oh man, that's such bullshit. (laughs) Uh, Allows us to create value for customers from Ford's unique position as the most American automaker and enables Ford to invest and grow. Oh, wow. Okay. As I said, it's Friday. Don't forget to look for Friday's flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep when politicians throw something out there in the hopes that it'll disappear in the 24-hour news cycle. Might not be a politician. Could be something coming from the uh, big three. Who knows? We will see. Uh, But that's it. Thanks for listening. Friday, September 22nd, 2023. Friday, September 22nd, 2023. Man, do I appreciate you so much. Uh, Bring someone with you if you can today or this weekend. That would be awesome. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. You can tweet to me or X to me or whatever it is to me. Post to me. Uh, Questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S on formerly known as Twitter. And remember... Always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. 
I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.